You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome to Bookkeepers Bootcamp. I'm Zoe Whitman. I'm joined by Joe Wood and Krishna Patel from Five Accounting. Hi, Krishna. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Oh, we're good thanks we we had lots of discussions it's it's yeah. amazing I haven't had a lot of breathing time <laughs> no it's really like a really exciting week for us um thanks so much for joining us we're going to talk today about rebranding your business now Krishna has recently been through a rebrand and we've been watching it all online I follow Krishna on Instagram and I was like this looks really amazing we need to talk to you about this and I think it's really particularly topical because we've been talking about social media and marketing all week we've just come off of a session with We RPF and we were talking about marketing and having a consistent brand so I think this is probably something on people's minds or perhaps they're, they're starting out and thinking I need to do something about how I look online or what my website looks like but I don't know where to start so we thought it'd be really good and helpful to talk to somebody who's just been through this in real life um so Krishna do you want to start by telling us a bit of your background and about five accounting yeah um so I've been in accounting and bookkeeping ever since 2011 and I studied at university so I live and breathe it basically um but after my um second child in 2017 I kind of came to like, I was working in industry before and I thought, okay, I can't be doing what this and looking after two children. So I actually found an opportunity at a local local practice um, and I worked there for a little bit and I actually quite liked the practice and I liked being involved with clients. So I then went freelance in 2018 and I subcontracted with um, various firms and clients. And then this year in March, I kind of took the plunge to go out and do this fully on my own um so I set out as a sole trader um and I set out with a name called Kate Account which I didn't like but it was something in my mind like I just had to get out there and I just went with something um but because I didn't feel aligned with it and it just kept playing on my mind I never really pushed myself out so in May I kind of really thought about things and I thought no this it can't carry on like this and if I'm going to be doing this seriously I need to really be comfortable with what what I am and who I am and how this is going to go in the future. So I took the decision to go and rebrand. And I also set up as a limited company. And I thought, better to do this all now so that, you know, like you say, start as you mean to go on. So um, that's what I've done. And then um, on Clubhouse, I came across Sherelle Griffith. I think Zoe, you know her. Um, And I kind of spoke to her a little bit and we spoke on Instagram and then I kind of had a discovery call with her and she's really helped me with my brand and coming up with my values and really making me think about what my business is and how I'm going to take this forward. And I think that's how I've now based this. And that's why I've gone through the whole rebranding process um, of Five Accounting. And I launched that in June just this year. So we've only been four months, but it's going really well. So, yeah. Love it. So, okay, so talk us through when you're thinking about a brand and, you know, you think, okay, so, and I love what you said, you know, you started out, you just got out there, K accounting was what you did, but you never felt aligned to it. And actually, and this is what we was just saying, actually, in the last session, when you get your branding right, it can give you so much more confidence. Have you really felt that confidence shift since you've got a brand and that you're happy with? 
yeah definitely I kind of really sat down to think about what was important to me and I got my values down and we worked through archetypes and we did all this um, research on it and I really spent some time just alone thinking about what I stand for and that's given me the confidence to really push myself out there and I think it's really important for you to be happy with who you are before anybody else can be happy with you who you are yeah you use the word archetype Krishna can you describe yeah. what that means for people oh yeah yeah so I, I I didn't know what this meant until um I came across it in the marketing either so it's basically um 12 characters with certain personality traits, um, attitudes and uh, behaviours and it kind of makes you think about who your ideal client is and where they fit in in these archetypes and then that helps you really build out how to communicate with them and so that you know who you're speaking to and it's kind of like it's not like stereotypes it's like the opposite end and um, it, it helps you understand who they are and it, people can relate on an instinctive level with you. So did you, did you learn about who you want to work with and who your ideal client is? And would you be happy to share with us who you're, who you're now aiming your business towards? Yeah, yeah. So for me, the main thing that stood with me is the type of business owner that they are. And I worked from that first. And I knew they had to be someone that was really passionate about their business, really wanted their business to grow. And they were excited about it and they lived it and breathed it. And, you know, that was a very important thing for me and for them to be really genuine as well. And then from that, I found that actually a lot of them were service based. So I only really work with service based business owners. And then as time has gone on, because of the type of services and the way I work, it suited more to limited companies because like you say starters you mean to go on so they they've really thought about where they want and they've realized that this is the way to go forward or they've started off a sole trader and while working together we've realized like the next stage is now to incorporate and then after that is the VAT or it might be the other way around but you know they've always wanting to like push themselves at each stage um I haven't got like an industry niche yet um just it's quite broad service based and we'll see how time goes on and if that niche happens when you thought about the kind of person you want to be working with and, and their service base they're very passionate about what they did how did that then translate to how your brand looks or how you wanted people to feel when they look at your social media or at your website I think that's quite um, hard for people isn't it sometimes yeah, like to think this is what it's going to look like yeah I've, I've not really thought about that and I've kind of just put it out there um it's I guess it's just how they relate to me and once they jump on a call they realize that actually the personality matches or it, or it doesn't match um but I don't really don't feel like I do anything specifically on social media to attract service-based um industries which I should do and I think the social media 
is going to change a little bit as the week goes on so <laughs> <laughs> and this is and this is the thing we're all you know you've just you've learned so much this year you've gone from being a sole trader to a limited company and you've learned all about your marketing and archetypes of your clients and all of this stuff like we we're constantly evolving constantly learning I've learned so much this week I know Zoe has too and it's um and sometimes you need to be in a different place to hear something so you might have heard some of this stuff last year but you wasn't ready to take it on board whereas now you're in a different setup you're like oh okay I get what that means now and this is now now relevant to me now I must say your photos are stunning what did you do to I mean it helps that you're actually naturally beautiful obviously but the image the pictures are just so beautiful did you get a professional photographer how did you go about that and what did you kind of say to them about the feel of it or what how to choose what to wear all of those things just let's talk about a bit of photography because we haven't touched that uh, so yeah. far this week yeah um so right at the beginning obviously selfies was what I used and that's not ideal because you can very tell you can tell that it's a selfie um so I've gone and um approached a local photographer and she was she was really lovely and she made me feel really comfortable but I said to her I kind of told her who my ideal client is and I said to her that I'm not really you know like one of those strict in a suit boot type um you know so I it, that's not going to suit me and it had to be a very friendly picture um and she, we did loads of photos and from that I chose this one and yes I am wearing a formal dress but it's the smile on my face I think and it, I just I was drawn to that so if I was drawn to it I'm sure others would be um but yeah so I, I just wanted it to be a very happy picture um which is what I went with but I think it does make a difference to get a proper photo done what did what else did you have to do then so you got some great photos so that you were like really confident to get yourself out there and be like yep this is me you've changed the name of your business from k accounts to five accounting limited and you've incorporated a company what else did you need to do as part of the rebrand did you uh, i guess your social media changed and you went what happened did you have a kind of to-do list uh yeah so i had a to-do list like obviously from when you go from sole trade to limited there's various things that you have to do so I, I had that on the list um and then with my branding I changed my social media um the colors very much stayed the same but the whole look um changed slightly and having that consistently come through uh, was, was quite an important thing and then I also made sure I posted consistently on LinkedIn I think I use LinkedIn a bit slightly more than I do Instagram but I think I use Instagram to show sort of the personal side of me and I use the stories to do that um and from that, I kind of knew that certain things had to change in my business, like processes and like my onboarding and my discovery call. I've now got like a questionnaire when I have that initial meeting with a client and that really helps put a structure in place. And that way I'm doing things consistently and the same with every time rather than, okay, what am I going to talk about or what questions am I going to ask? So I think it's quite important to have good processes in place as well it's it's interesting isn't it because that this is what we were talking about earlier that the brand isn't just about the photos and just about the logo and just about the website the brand follows through with how you communicate with your prospects how you onboard a new client how you talk to them on a monthly basis how you engage with them online all of that stuff is part of your brand and yes it starts with the marketing but it very much goes through all your processes and systems 
and even to invo- how you ask for payment, what t- what time of the month you ask for payment, how do your cl- do your clients respect you enough to pay you because you've built that rapport? Do you feel like the clients have you have you on question? Have you taken on any new clients since you've become Five Accounting Limited? Yeah, actually, I took majority of my clients after I rebranded, so ah. um, that's kind of helped. And I think that's I think because I am confident with it and I am excited about it, it comes across. So the prospects that I speak to they can relate and they see the excitement and they are signing up more I found than before so you know I think it's made a really big difference and the another thing I do is I I always have my brand values in front of me so that when I'm talking to them they are always at the forefront of how I come across and that's really helped build that together and I'm not saying them explicitly but hoping it comes through in conversation yeah, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. We've got a question here for you. Lisa asks, did you design your own logo, Krishna? And she loves the look. Oh, thank you. Um, no, I didn't design my logo, but I did give them the idea of the Pentagon because of five, um, the word five, and because, well, I came up with five brand values. So, you know, that, that then gave me my name. And the other thing that coincides with is the five elements of accounting. But um, I did use a company called KH Marketing, help me with the logo design um I just found like if it's done more professionally and I can get it in different sizes because obviously I'm not a graphic designer so no. um, you know you should outsource things that you can't do um so I got them to design my logo and I'm really happy with it um and I'm, yeah I like it absolutely I, I love this because you've really focused on the things that like you know your business, so you were able to create the values. You know what you wanted it to feel like, but you have realised that you're not a photographer, you're not a you're not a logo or a graphic designer, and you you needed other people's help to help you with this. And you've you've looked for where people have that expertise, and it really does come across. You're so right; it really does come across in the look and feel of things it and it gives you that confidence because you know it's a it's a professional job um so yeah so well done for recognizing that and noticing that um I'd like to ask when did you because you've been on our six month success program for a, a while now and um we obviously cover the some of the things you've spoken about there and and the community I know you're very you know you're active in the community as well did you feel like being with the community in the success lounge made you think I'm really not happy with K accounts and I really want to like up level seeing what other people are doing did that help you um it did help in terms of to see what else is out there and how others have named and how others are confident and see their business um and that's why I kind of like the you know it just got kind of added to my insecurity about the first name and it just felt like yeah actually I really do need to change it because I saw the confidence of others and I saw how you know they were really happy with who they are and what their business is and everything like that so that kind of pushed me to do that a little bit more and do it sooner rather than later um, mm-hmm. and there's a couple of things I've picked up from the program um, I've said this a number of times like start as you mean to go on and you know like you really need to be happy with who you are before others can be happy with you. Yeah. Has it affected the way you go into conversations then um, with other people? Do you feel you feel more like confident with your business and that you're able to support them? Does it change the way they perhaps perceive you as well? 
yes I think so um because I'm able to speak a bit more openly about my business because I know exactly what I'm saying and exactly what I stand for so I do think that putting that time in initially has really helped me now and it will do going forward so yeah and I think I I can see it in you Krishna and you know I feel like when when you first joined us that you were you you were quite quiet and timid you definitely are coming out more like yeah I'm here now everyone and I've arrived so um (laughs) that's definitely how I that's how I feel about you whereas at the beginning you felt like you were quite new to the you know new to the scene and you were testing the water but it this really does help and I don't and I think people think that the branding and marketing is all about I know visibility and just talking to loads of clients and things but it's it's the confidence it brings means that it hits every part of your business including your pricing including your systems and processes it really does touch every element of your business it's not just a standalone just so that your social media looks good it really the brand when you get that brand voice and you know who you are you have arrived and you're like you know I'm a I'm a proper business owner now I'm not just I'm I'm not just a bookkeeper. I'm just an accountant that's running this service from home. I, you know, I have a proper business and people can tell that. And then that means that you're already, you can share this journey with your clients quite openly because some of them might, if they're service-based business owners, they might not have gone through this journey. And you can already add that advisory and say, do you know, if you worked like this, you could really help get your ideal client and help them get more business. So, um, Really, really proud of what you've done. Um, Lisa's asked another question. Was it the need to incorporate that drove your t- decision to rebrand or you wanting to rebrand that drove your decision to go limited? Oh, good question. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it was the second where the rebrand led me to then go limited um, because obviously I've taken, you know, I, I thought about this all over Christmas and that's when I took the decision of, you know to go out and fully do this on my own um and there is a lot to think about and you know I'm glad I had both of you to talk to and you know you've got you've you've the program is really good and it's covered everything that you need to sign the set up and get going um and completely agree with when you said you know it's really important to understand who you are so the rebranding led me to then incorporate a limited company because I knew that that's the way forward and that's what I had to be ultimately so why wait until next year why not do it now because I think when you wait there's just extra admin to do afterwards it's better to do it from the beginning yeah and when you're busy you don't want that extra admin either (laughs) um Penelope said that she's found that having her business branded has made her social media posts more easy and easier sorry it's improved her confidence and it feels like she's got a grown-up business and I sense from talking to you as well that this has helped you take your business more seriously like you were talking about having good systems and processes and joe touched on being able to price more confidently has this helped you with pricing do you think it's helped you put your prices up or maybe approach pricing in a different way yeah definitely um and you know i I go about the um fixed price um packages and you know it's tailored to every business so it definitely helps me price more confidently as well Cool. Um, what, what would you, sorry, go on, Joe. I was just going to say, Violet's asked a question. Um, when you rebranded, did you lose any clients or did you have to let go of any clients? 
um, I didn't lose any, but I purposely disengaged the clients um, because they didn't sit with what I was comfortable with and they didn't suit my ideal client. And it was one of those things that, you know, when you start off and you're just like, you know, they've asked me for my services, let's sign up and go. But actually, after a couple of months in, I realized that they were not right for me and I took the decision to disengage them. And I know this is very hard for some people to do. And I'm kind of lucky that I don't, I didn't really have to think about too much of the financial side of things, but it was more important for me to be with the right people. And, you know, I'd rather have five good ideal clients and lose one than having to spend that time, the equivalent time on this one, which was being really difficult. So that's, that's you know, one of the decisions I, I made after rebranding. It's like an opportunity, isn't it, to go, yeah. right, everything's being shaken up a little bit and this is the time to make the changes. That's really interesting. And I think that that's early in, in your business, like you said, it is quite a bold decision because I know that lots of people are starting out when they're starting out. They're thinking, I need any client who's going to bring money in right now. But actually, like you say, if that client is taking you way more time than it is to service several other clients actually if you free your time up and maybe take the hit one month from that fee it's going to give you the time to fit in the sales calls to speak to the people who are your ideal clients so I think that was a really bold brave decision and it's obviously served you really well yeah um what would you what would you say to people who are um thinking about rebranding their business or who haven't done anything about this who were like joining us going I need to be on social media I don't even know where to start what what was your starting point I think the starting point is to really sit down and think why you're starting this business in the first place, what's important to you and how you're going to provide the service to the clients. Like how do you want the clients to perceive you? I think really spending the time to think about that and writing down three to five words which speak to you will really help you know, set the foundations. And I think if you do that, then your social media, like Penelope said, it will fall into place and you'll know what to talk about and you'll know how to go about it as well so I think you know it's I think it takes a good part of a half a day just kind of really sit down just make a list of like your ideal client what why you set up this business what you're going out to do um really to help absolutely and it's such yes it might take you half a day I mean I find with this kind of thing I like to take myself away from my laptop maybe go to a park and like sit on a blanket and just have a notebook and just write or go and take yourself off to a restaurant on your own get away from the noise because you really need to really need to think about this stuff um what what plans do you have for the future of growth and so you know is it just you at the moment or are you thinking have you reached where you want to reach or are you thinking you want to take people on or what what ideas do you have for the future um yeah so right now I'm at 15 clients and they vary in terms of sizes and what they require from me so I'm actually at about capacity now so if if I sign up three more clients I'm going to have to seriously think about taking someone on and the way I forecast it is January I'll be employing someone and I know there's loads of things you have to think about before that. So I feel like January is a good time to start employing. Um, and that I want to grow. I don't want to subcontract or get freelancers in. I do actually want someone that's going to be really part of the team. And I think that's another place where your brand values come in because obviously 
you can that will help you find the right person for you um so and that's that's the plan and then it's not to stop there it's just to take it as far as I can really um I don't have a set goal I have short-term goals but the very long term is I just want to grow this and grow this and grow this I love how far you've come since you started. So you started the business in, I feel like you joined us in like January or February this year on the Six Months yeah, Success Programme, so is that right? I went out completely on my own from March and then rebranded and launched by the counting in June. Um, so it's not been long at all. Um, and to be fair, I haven't done any advertising. I haven't done much. much I don't, I'm still working on my first um, lead magnet, which is now going to start. Um, and then get my newsletter sorted. So that kind of just shows how much of a difference rebranding has made for me. Um, but for me to come this far, and then obviously, you know, I could take on more, but I don't want to sacrifice the reason why I started this. It's, you know, I started this to be there for my children. Um, so I can't take that away. Um, so I realized that I need to employ someone and that's just added to like how I want to grow this. Do you feel that you, when you set out to achieve and your initial whys about, you know, being around for your children and things, and obviously, you know, there's a few financial goals as well. You say like, you, it's not, it. you're lucky in the position that you, you are able to grow this, but do you feel like you kind of have reached your first goals? I mean, it sounds like to me that you're, you've done really well. Are you actually, have you got that balance that we're all looking for at the moment? Do you feel like you've got it? Yes, right now I do have the balance where I can happily work from nine to three and then be there for my children in the afternoon, pick them up from school and then don't have to worry till the next day. I do do some weekend work and some evening work. It's just how things are, obviously. Um, but I have every month I set like a little milestone, um, but I don't see that as like my end goal. Um, and then once I achieve that, I instantly plan the next one. So every step of the way, and I, you know, I look at my forecast pretty much like two or three times a week actually, <laughs> just so I know like I'm, I'm, I'm on track and, I'm, and that's where I'm going. So yeah, I do feel like I've achieved my first goal that I set. I, well, Kath has just said, what a success story. Congratulations. And I think there are lots of people who are starting bookkeeping practices who are looking for exactly that, the balance, like making sure they're earning what they need to be earning, but that they've also uh, got the time that they need for whatever their personal commitments are. And then knowing that you can bring a member of staff into the team in the new year, that's going to obviously mean that there's more money coming into the business because you've got more capacity. And um, I, I love how um, fearless you are because some of these things that you've gone through are big challenges a lot of people will be worried about and um, we we were talking to some bookkeepers this week actually about scaling and bringing people into the business and it's a mindset thing it's like actually you're seeing it as I've got the opportunity to take on more clients employ somebody who lives my brand values who can help me to grow my practice that is going to make a financial impact to you as the business owner whereas it's really easy to see that as oh my goodness, I'm going to have to give some money up to pay somebody else to look after this client for me. And I think you just really sorted in terms of your mindset and you are very clear on where, although you say you're not like really focused on the goals, I think you are and having it at the front of mind is really helping you to get that success. Just checking in with yourself all the time. Is this taking me in the right direction? You're getting lots of, lots of, you should be so proud. It's oh, amazing. Well done. Thank you. 
So, um, so you're looking to bring someone in in yeah, in January. Yeah. What kind of, what level do you think you would be bringing somebody in just for people who are who are thinking about having the battle around this sort of scaling mm-hmm. conversation? Who would you be bringing into your business first? So I've kind of been in two minds, and I didn't know whether I wanted someone who's kind of gone through all their exams and are qualified. Um, and that, that can really hit the road running or whether I really want to bring someone in that can train and sort of build up and they can then learn on the job kind of um, way so I'm still kind of like I don't know which one suits me and it kind of will depend on the number of clients and the type of clients that come on board and what they require if it carries on the way it is and the clients that I've gotten so far then I might be looking at getting someone who's maybe just started out and done a couple of exams um, and then are looking to train on um, and that might suit me a bit better because I think the initial role will still be part-time it won't won't be a full-time employee it'll be a part-time employee so it might suit someone like that better and then the other side of me is also like someone like me who's you know children have had children and they're wanting to get back into work and it might suit them really well because they can sort of fit it around their childcare requirements. So I think like listening to what you're planning and things, your focus really needs to be on your standard operating procedures, like your systems and processes, whether you record them as videos, whether you create documents, however it is that you want to do this, because um, I've I've been there, I've just taken on another member of staff, just offered them a job uh, yesterday or the day before, this week is rolling into one, and um and I know that I, you know, that there was an area of payroll that I wanted, Paul needs some support in. So Paul's been creating those videos. If you, as soon as you start thinking, right, what are they going to need to do? What do we, where, where can they help leverage my time? And I definitely think, I used to really think that there was areas in my business that I just wanted another me. And when I've done that in the past and tried to get someone either is the same as me or knew a lot more than me, but I abdicated responsibility, that's not good. What you need to do, you can always get people that are better than you. Absolutely, I'm all up for that. But what I love is that I, when I did that in the past, I didn't have my brand values and I didn't really know the, the customer journey. Whereas now I've got that so clear that they can know something more than me. I can sell them. I'm very much more outcome I focus on the outcomes I want for my clients rather than I don't need to tell them every step of every single way because sometimes some people come up with better ways than I would. Mm. But you need to say, this is the outcome that I need you to produce. This is how I would do it. If you've got other ideas, that's great, but it needs to be exactly like this. On this date at this time, they need to have this output. And, And I found that kind of stopping being too detailed on every single process unless it needs to be, you know, there's obviously some things that needs to be, but sometimes some of my, uh, uh, they completely think out of the box. So like now I've got, I create videos for my management accounts, which I just never thought of. I just wanted them to be on a PDF. And then my, my sister's husband went, well, it's really hard to read a PDF. Why don't you do it as a video? And now he creates that little congratulations things and well done. We, you've got no missing items woohoo, and all this stuff. And it's fun. And I would yeah. like, I would have never thought of that but it's sometimes, so this is embrace the fact that they're not a you, embrace mm. the fact that they're coming at it from a different angle, make sure they have structure, really map out their first week, or even if it's 10 hours, however long they're working for you, really hold their hand and give them that focus. When you do that, 
I've had experienced such better onboarding of staff. Um, and once you know the process, you can put it for, when you grow again, you if you work on that now, you will have that. And that is like your brand as well. How you onboard yeah. a staff member is exactly how how your brand voice is as well. So I'm so excited to see how you grow for the future and so pleased for what you've achieved so far, Krishna. I know that everyone in our group is like really rooting for you and thank you for sharing because I know you would have really inspired so many people today. And I know it's taken a bit of a brave step, another brave step today to come out and talk to us. Yeah, so yeah. we really I, I do appreciate do, it. I still don't do videos, and I've spoken to Zoe and I've spoken to Catherine from our group as well, and I'm like, really need to get out and do videos. <laughs> so that's like my next. It's hard though. You can't. Yeah. You can't do everything though, and that's actually a question. Like Joe's been talking about operating processes, but I'm wondering for people who are watching and thinking about rebranding and what you're doing on social media, do you outsource any of your social media, or do you do it all yourself? How do you keep on top of it? Um, Instagram I do on my own I have started to sort of get some help with my LinkedIn but again that's at very early stages so we'll see how that goes but I can see how as it gets busy I'm not going to have much time to do that and it might be something that I outsource um, while still having like a personal input because I still I don't really I don't want it to be somebody else I'm very much like it's my social media. It needs to be me. I still feel very much like that. So yeah, we'll see how the time goes on. I think yeah, personal brand is important. It's just working out what the balance is, isn't it? Um, it's yeah. amazing. Well, you're getting lots of encouragement to do a live from <laughs> Catherine. Who's <laughs> present? Do a live. Um, but everyone's saying how amazing your story is and how inspiring it's been. So Krishna, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about your practice. We think no you're doing problem. such an amazing job. And we can't wait to hear what happens next. Um, you. Would you thank let you us so know how can everyone connect with you and find out more yeah. about what you're doing? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram and it's at, at Five Accounting Limited and in green um and i'm on linkedin and it's just my name krishna patel um you might find hundreds so maybe search by five accounting so <laughs> i'll put the links in the group afterwards as well so, yeah great perfect oh well thank you so much for well, anyone who is here with us for bookkeepers Bootcamp. don't forget we're going to be back at one o'clock and we're speaking to ruth P petrelfi um about how we can build our confidence and how we can overcome self-doubt and really enjoy our businesses more so that's going to be a really good if you need some more of this great mindset we've been talking about it during this session come and join us for the session at one o'clock because i know that's going to be a really powerful one um thanks everyone for sticking with us we will see you at one o'clock got a couple more sessions for you today um don't forget you can get text alerts if you're if you're missing the sessions i can i keep seeing every time i talk about it more people sign up so if you want to get the text alerts every time we go live text bootcamp to 66777 and you will be added to a text list and that means that you'll get a notification every time we're about to go live you can only do that in the uk you'll get chai for one standard network message rate when you sign up and then you'll get free updates every time we go live um thanks everyone for being here we will see you later thanks krishna bye 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 don't forget to join us every week on the bookkeepers podcast the topical bookkeeping chat why not join our free facebook group the six figure bookkeepers club or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.